The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Rob, you have a question about dating an older woman? Yeah, hi, doctor. Hi. Um, thank you for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. I'm, uh, I'm in a relationship with a woman who I just adore. Um, she's about 16 years older than me. I'm, I'm uh, 38. She's 54, and it's been great. Uh, we yeah. met about two years ago and have lived together for about a year. I have found that being a very independent woman, um, she's in a place where she doesn't really need uh, a boyfriend, but she wanted one and, and sort of wished one into her life, and, and we got to like each other at work, and, and here we are. Um, I am someone who has had a few relationships, not all of which have been successful. Uh, most of that has been my fault, but some of it hasn't. Some, mm-hmm. some of it's just been bad luck and bad choices. Um, so I just, you know, I'm in a place where I'd love to continue this um, and, and make it better, but it's, um, I think I've caused some problems in the past year that have put her in a place where she wants to reestablish things and she wants to sort of be roommates with benefits, which is, you know, objectively okay. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, most men would be uh, ecstatic to live in a wonderful house with 15 dogs with a beautiful, established and intelligent older woman who is... Um, 15 you know, dogs? <laughs> yeah, 15, okay. 15 dogs regular, and then we, we board them too. Okay. Time, so yeah. at any point, there's, you know, between 15 and 25 dogs running around. Holy mackerel, okay. Which is great. I, I love it. it it's, it's just been a fantastic life. So the situation, really it's, you feel very connected to her, and you want to keep that connection, but you feel like you made a misstep someplace, you caused some problems, you said, and now she wants to change the nature of the relationship to roommates with benefits. That's how she initially pitched it when we were initially talking about moving in together. You know, she said she needed a second pair of hands around the house, and, um, you know, she was kind of lonely. And, and I was in a relationship that was ending. And, um, again, we worked together for a year, and we really, you know, got along with each other and liked each mm-hmm. other. And, yeah, I definitely was not able to deal with um, some of the... I guess I just, you know, I guess I was just going through some things in my own life and didn't handle some things very well. I was unhappy with what I was doing for work. And, and I... And I so the cut of it is that, you know, it, it, she's a, at a point where she's very independent. She's been married before, and it, it's, um, I guess I'm, I'm looking for a level of daily connection, daily check-in that she's yeah. not naturally inclined to give, having lived alone for the previous 10 years. So you connect on a lot of levels. You feel emotionally close to one another, emotionally intimate, and yet you're so. saying she's so used to being an independent woman and being out there on her own, and uh, she's 54 years old, she has a career, as you, you said, you work together, I'm assuming it's a career, and so she doesn't need the same amount, you're mismatched in terms of the the amount of private time you need versus togetherness time. That's part of it. And, um, yeah, what's, what's another uh, that's part? part of it for sure. Yeah, what's, um, what's a deeper part? It's kind of hard to know. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I guess it's I guess it's a, a point where, as a man, I have to sort of make peace with the fact that it's not going to be exactly the way I want it. And to I, what it boils down to also is, is I have to be able to control my disappointment in the moment and, um, and not let a momentary disappointment and you know, maybe momentary insecurity lead to an argument or a, you know... Okay, so you're saying that... Yeah, you're saying that it's led to some arguments that have nicked the relationship a little bit. It has, and I pushed it. She's not someone that naturally is inclined to engage in negative emotions. She'll avoid them rather than engage in them. Whereas in my previous relationship, I got uh, got really good at arguing. And so 
I, I guess I carried that energy and that enthusiasm for arguments and for conflict into this relationship, which is just, that's, that's the bad match. Okay, so basically you need a, something different than arguing, because once you put your stake in the sands, it's hard to pull it out. Um, I wrote a book on romance with Dr. Redlock, and we do talk about conflict resolution in the book. There's a whole section on that. A couple of things that I can say that come from the Gottmans, they're very well known, that they say, I don't know if you use criticism with her, you know, kind of some put-downs or something. There is criticism, and and it initially started with, um, you know, she's very conscientious and very detail-oriented and also had a system for a decade that has worked for her. So bringing someone new into her daily life has been difficult, and the way that she managed some of that communication was through criticism of the techniques that I would use to get through my day and to get things done. So she's criticizing you, and you're saying, do you criticize her back? Is that it? I took it it very personally, but instead of criticizing... the mechanics of getting through the day, you know, systems that a person puts in place. I mean, right. I, I would criticize her personally. Okay. And it, it's just, so I can't take any of it back. <laughs> right. Point, so um, there's another way. Instead, the Gottmans recommend instead of criticism, you use. Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds. That's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. Oh, I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance. A serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. Instead of criticism, you use a gentle startup. You know, I'm concerned about this. I hear you saying this. I see things a bit differently. Um, would you be willing to talk about this? Uh, you know, something like that. And that's really hard to do on the fly when you're used to saying, so why the heck did you do that? Or not again. You know, we're so used to doing what we did with our siblings or with our parents that it's hard to use a gentle startup. But if you train yourself and you get it one out of every hundred times, at least you're moving in the right direction. But the idea of using a gentle startup. The other is something very good that I heard in you, that we all have our defenses. We all can feel insecure at times and become defensive. But you're honest and you take responsibility. Responsibility. So the antidote to defensiveness is to take responsibility. I noticed myself getting upset and I lost it with you and I apologize. I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I had said it this way. And so you're repairing yourself fundamentally, but it also will help with her. Uh, and She's been helping me. I mean, I have been doing a lot of repairing and a lot of self-reflection this year, and a lot of it's been with her encouragement. Again, she's an extraordinarily positive and lovely person. Yeah. And has gone through, you know, the same, not necessarily the same kind of things, but she's done personal development on herself. It was hard won. Okay, so so much. So anyway, it sounds like you do have a nice connection that you just need to see. You need to see if it will work. So I wish you the best, and I wish we had more time. Thank you for your time, Doctor. Oh, thank you very much. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. Hey, Fraish. Hi, Dad. Look, I got some bad news. I guess there isn't a good way to tell you something like this. Your god-uncle died. My god-uncle? There's no such thing as a god-uncle. Yes, there is. It's your godfather's brother. You remember your god-uncle, Charlie. No. 
barely even remember my godfather. He died 20 years ago. Oh, yeah? Well, now his brother's dead, too, so shake a leg. The wait's in 20 minutes. Yeah, you know, as much as I'd like to pay my respects, catch up with my god cousins and meet the god neighbors, I have some urgent business that just can't wait until later. Oh, all right. One hour. Don't even know why I'm going. Don't you love Frasier? That's Frasier with his dad, Martin. And have you ever been forced to pretend that you like somebody and you were mourning them because you lost them? Or even more broadly, have you ever been forced to fake your own feelings just to please others? In this case, Frasier pleasing Martin. Well, I remember, I'll give you one case, of a relative who went to a funeral of somebody who, obviously somebody who died. (laughs) I, I remember... I remember the case of a relative who went to the funeral and the person who died was rotten to his own family. He was rotten to his kids. He was rotten to his wife. So before this relative, this relative was asked to speak by the children. They didn't want to speak for their own dad. So before the relative spoke, there were all these tributes, you know, saying this was a man of the community. I'll call him Joe. Joe was so good to his community. He was so giving. So then the relative gets up and the relative says, if only he had been that good to his own wife and children, how wonderful that would have been. And that honesty is so rare and so refreshing, and it was so good for the children to hear. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. The ideal goal in evaluating a potential romantic partner is to discover a harmony between your emotional response and your rational appraisal. If there is any conflict between the two, it will feel like a red flag. Treat all red flags as a signal to clarify and resolve any confusion and doubts you may have before making decisions about something as important as marriage. If you consider your partner to be a fine person and yet feel nothing emotionally, this will not work romantically, nor will it work if you feel a strong emotional response, yet conclude consciously that the person is of low character or a poor match for you. You want a strong emotional bond that agrees fully with your rational judgment of the person. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.